You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the big guy Ryback. Happy Sunday to each and every one of you. Hope you're all doing well. We are streaming live over on Instagram and TikTok. The big guy Ryback22 on those platforms. You guys swing on over to Ryback TV where we're streaming live. You guys are the co-host of the shows. Your questions are answered by yours truly. Health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, and anything and everything in between on that guys super chats are greatly appreciated and pulled up on the screen the big guys starbucks coffee and, and rehab shoulder rehab fund is always greatly greatly appreciated on that and we also are streaming on twitch at ryback rules and twitter at ryback you guys this show is available on all podcast platforms itunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you've got a moment swing on over to the itunes app leave a review and i say thank you thank you thank you in advance on that this show is brought to you by feed me more nutrition my premium supplement line sweet with stevia and among fruit no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors vegan friendly for men and women he she and me on feedmemore.com we have our special halloween sale huge halloween sale right now ladies and gentlemen going on right this moment all the way till midnight pacific tomorrow night at halloween when you're when you're drunk and in the candy coma guys get those orders in 
discount code Halloween25. Halloween25. It's in the description. It'll be in the comments uh, pinned as well after this show. Discount code Halloween25. Get 25% off your entire order, whether it's Feed Me More Nutrition, whether it's all the merch and the accessories on that, and a free bottle of our Brain Feed Memory and Focus Support. If you like on its alpha brain, if you like on its alpha brain, if you like alpha brain by on it, I could say that much easier. Let's go with that. If you like alpha brain by on it, you're going to love our Brain Feed. Hell of a pitch there. I'm the new Billy Mays. But wait, there's more. If you spend over $125 after the discount code is applied, you also get free shipping. Guys, we are hooking you up over on feedmemore.com. So check that out. And uh, the best supplements on the planet, I will stand by that all day long. Uh, it is We are truly, truly, truly doing great things. Uh, and I appreciate your love and support on supporting the brand. And uh, looking forward to bringing you guys a lot, lot more in the coming months. All right, let's kick off the show. What do we got going on today, guys? You guys control the ebb and flow of the show once I get the plugs out of the way. Which, by the way, aren't that bad. I know I've got the ads on the podcast, on the audio. Those are all pre-programmed into the, the throughout the show on that. But you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I, I do too much. I give you a little bit up front, and then the rest is what you guys want to talk about. Jake Truman, good to see you, buddy. A Ryback show regular. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Always good to see you here. Starting off hot, did you see the Anderson Silva fight? Uh, I, I've seen highlights. I did not order it. Um, the Jake Paul Anderson Silva fight. I, uh, you know, and I bought the UFC the, the, the week prior. Uh, I looked at the card. I, I, I debated. I debated ordering it. Um, uh, money is not really not an issue on it. It was, but I looked at the card and there was nothing else on there. Uh, I think Le'Veon Bell, who I, I'm a steal. I love always like the Steelers from since Jerome Bettis has been over there, and and so I'm familiar with him. And that was the only other name I even recognized. And I got uh, the undercard was not not worth paying sixty dollars for the fight that I know I could just get the highlights from it and be more than content with it. I didn't have that need or that urgency to, to like need to see it live. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I checked on the phone. I was looking at the, at the, at the deal to kind of see how it was going. And, uh, and then I, I saw he got the decision. So obviously I can't say if I, if I agree or disagree with that because I did not see the whole fight, but from, it, it appears that he based off of what, what, I've seen that that he did. And now obviously you're gonna have the people that that again it's rigged, uh he's fighting, and then people that are well, he's fighting, handpicking people and, and this and that. And that I have I have no issue as far as like him picking his opponents and he's fighting guys that were legitimately the greatest fighters at one point in the world, mixed martial artists. And, you know, boxing is definitely different. And I know that from training and do, doing different things and training jujitsu and, and Muay Thai and boxing and, and doing that, and like, it, is, it is a different thing. And some guys, a lot of guys in MMA are not great boxers. Um, it is an entirely different skill set with that. And we've seen that with the guys that have, that have stepped over. And so, and whether the fights are rigged or not, I would certainly hope they're not. And, and I, don't, I don't see how that would, you know, I, I just I just think that they're 
the repercussions for that would be so great. And it would, in this day and age, it's so hard to keep anything quiet that, I mean, it, I feel like we would have definitely have found out by now. So, but I did see there was a clip of the fight prior where the guy that went down on the uppercut and uh, I watched that multiple times and in slow motion and, and I, I don't know the people's names. I just saw it. I go, that didn't look like that connected, but it was, there was a cover up in there and I go, maybe if, if it did, could have grazed, maybe I may, it could have got under. So, but it, it didn't appear to be the case on, on the, on the highlight that I saw on that. And I go, that was a little, oof, I don't know, but you know, who knows? I'm happy though for, for Jake Paul. I think I love what he's doing as far as doing all that. I think he should continue to do what he's doing and drive people crazy because he's not people. He's only had a, a handful of fights, you know, anybody you go name a, a more famous fighter that's had as, as many fights as him. You're going to be pretty hard pressed to, to, to do so. And I, uh, I always laugh at like people that just go, he's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. You know, YouTubers are some of the richest people in the world. They make more money than the majority of people, the people that have really great YouTubes. And to be great at anything takes a lot of hard work and dedication, whether it's on YouTube or or you go work for something. It's actually much harder because you're working for yourself with that. And it is, it is you. So I always laugh when anyone that 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 will take a knock at the term YouTuber. I'm like, brother, you're telling me. That you're gonna go and, and I have nothing. I, I'm all for there's it all walks of life and everything is important and, and we need people to 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 work and I think it's but it, you should have the drive and the motivation to to want to keep going up, you know. But again, if you're not if you're content doing whatever you're doing, you know whether it's a janitor, like you'll never see me. I have nothing but respect for for people in general and and workers and and I've worked being younger and being in those jobs and I understand. We all come from different backgrounds and all different walks of life and experience with that. But like, you're going to tell me you'd rather go work 12 hours a day for somebody and make very little money rather than if you worked for yourself and can make, can make a lot of money. How's that a bad thing? And, and regardless of, you know, there's better ways than others. Right. But like, I always, I always will challenge that when I hear that the people, and it's always the people that that typically go, oh, it's a YouTuber, are people that are either their kids that have never worked and they live at home with mommy and daddy, or they're, they're broke-ass adults. And I just laugh. I just go, you clearly don't know anything about the way that the world works in 2022. <clears throat> yo, yo, yo. Good to see all of you guys. Uh, super chat Milo. Good to see you, Milo. Just want to say that the brain feed has done wonders for my ADHD without the side effects and you don't, uh, rake us over the coals on the price. Thank you very much. It's always good to get this feedback with that. And, uh, it's good to, you know, giving away the free bottle of that here on these promotions that we're doing. And I've done this with past supplements. It helps us get supplements that people maybe wouldn't purchase. Like a lot of people, we, we neglect our brains as, as, a, as, a, as humans, I feel, more so than, than we, we should. Like we don't realize, like I've realized the importance of our brain and my brain and, and the, the better health my brain is in, the better health I am in with that. And it, it controls so many things. And uh, it's always good, though, to get, get that positive feedback. And uh, like a lot of people, though, 
you know, will buy a fat burner because they want to look better. And I understand that we want to look and, and feel better physically with that. And it's important. But we also should want to be as mentally sharp as possible. And also, if we feel good, if our anxiety is less and anything we could take in this in this using food ingredients that are in different foods that are have properties that are good for our brain with that, that's like that's and that's what real proper supplementation is. It's giving us the best stuff out of food with that and putting them into into one bottle with that. And it is it makes me happy. Because it's like I love it. I take it every morning with my with my coffee or with my wake up, and uh, it is it has been a staple in, in my in my routine now for for many years. Thank you, Milo. Uh, another super chat. I think I've missed. Scrolling. All right, we got it. The Ostgard. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you very much. Been a while busy with work. Feds got to send love to the big guy. Question: Have you heard uh, Red Cod one filed for bank- bankruptcy last week? If so, what's the pitfalls of owner owning a supplement company in this market? This is news to me that you were you saying this, and I'll tell you though I'll have to look that up to to get to to get the details of this. They were one of the newest, hottest supplement companies. And he started this. He's been around. He was with the owner of that was involved. And he was involved in some shady stuff with with pro-hormones in the past, from what I understand. And got his money that way and then branched off and did Redcon 1. I'm not a fan of, of, of... I'm not a fan of these kinds of companies. And this is what motivated me to create Feed Me More Nutrition in the fact that they take cheap ingredients, the, the artificial colors and sweeteners. And don't get me wrong, sometimes they do get some good ingredients in, in these formulas, but it's tarnished by that other stuff because they're not truly a health and, and fitness, a health and supplement, supplement-oriented, minded, minded-oriented company. They're they're just they're in it for profit only, which all businesses you want to make money. But my soul in the beginning, like granted, like, yes, I want to make money. And that's always been the thing, but it's been I loathe the supplement in the fit health and bodybuilding industry, the fitness industry, the culture, and the unhealthiness of it. And I've got stereotyped into all of this with it, right? And I just go, I go, I just feel like I go, I make all my own supplements. I have, and I have all these formulas and these notes, and it's a passion of mine. And I and I go, it's just a different mindset. And that's where I was like, man, I I change it for me. I want to change it for other people and give them a better option, right? And so the motivation between why a lot of these companies exist is that's the difference with feed me more nutrition on this. And not to say that there aren't some other companies out there now with that same mindset as with me, because that would be, that would, that would be silly of me to think that. But at the time when I created this, there were, there were I don't even know if there was another Stevia supplement company that was f- focused on bringing, you know, vegan friendly Stevia monk fruit, natural sweeteners, right? There, there were probably a couple natural companies, but they weren't like, they weren't, doing what I'm doing as far as trying to be a, a mainstream supplement company like a Redcon one in that. And it takes work and it takes a lot of money and a lot of effort and a lot of putting up with a lot of different things. But I, I want it to be, I want to be that cool supplement company though. But yeah, we're also vegan friendly for all people. We're healthy, you know, that option. I will tell you, it doesn't shock me you saying this because I've seen some, like they run some pretty ridiculous specials 
uh, and things. And I know, though, their costs are so much lower. Our costs are three to five times higher than the majority of these other companies, if not more, on some of the other stuff. Uh, and a lot of times these companies, but the bigger you get, and just to kind of to answer your question, and this is in, in business in general. So the bigger you get, you know, they built the Redcon One Gym. They have a lot of sponsored athletes, which is why, touch on this real quick. I keep my my people, and I rely on myself primarily because I remain profitable with this, and, and I'll make adjustments, whereas other companies will just spend and look for the image, and they want all these people. Also, the more sponsored athletes you have, the more you're giving out and free supplements to all these people every week. And like, so you got to be looking at at the at the numbers month to month on this and, and, and year to year. And you got to look at what's going on and what's changing. So the bigger you get though, the more your expenses are going up. They have the, so they, they're a large supplement company. Their, their cost, you know, supplements, you've got a two year expiration date on the supplements. That, that depends on your order size. And I've ran into this where you put in too big of an order and then, and then the expiration dates coming up and, and you got to do some things, right? And it depends on So the more you have, of inventory, you've got to you got to keep up with all of that. But you're 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 the the revenue that you have coming in you, has to be a certain level based off of, of your expenses. And so their expenses are massive. And I've seen this with my expenses have gone up and gone from from when I did everything myself and had everything and everything in the in the in the, in the facility and everything put away here and I, I had all the shelving. And I do everything in all the USPS. Now I have fulfillment and customer service. And I got to pay pay every month. I've got bills. I've got to have revenue coming in from the supplements to pay these bills with that. So you just imagine, you know, in my cost with three supplements was so much lower than my cost with 13 supplements, multiple flavors. So it's actually 16, 17 supplements, whatever it is, different, different things, right? And, and merchant accessories and and whatnot. And then the merch stuff, that's a fulfillment of print on demand company that I use in North Carolina. So that, that is beautiful on that because I don't have to, to, to pay for inventory uh, storage space and where the supplements, I got to pay storage fees. This, this company, they're at their big warehouse where they work with a bunch of other companies and do all the shipping. And so that these, these things all add up. So the, the more you have as big as they are, their expenses are huge. And to kind of to tie this all in with what's going on, and I've experienced this, is because of COVID and everything going on post-COVID with the inflation. And I think the state of the of people worldwide in the United States, gas, groceries, bills, all my bills, insurance, everything has gone up. Everything. So the cost of living day-to-day has gone up so high which is why I try to give you guys these these deals to keep business strong and to keep to, to, to lighten the cost of, of, of you guys purchasing the supplements and what you want to buy is because people start cutting back on things. They'll, they'll cut back on things like supplements, right? If they're not, if it's not a daily staple, because people have less and less money of what's going on right now. And I can tell you, I, from the our trajectory of what I saw with this, and it started probably going in around the close to the second year of COVID after the people, I think it legitimately started setting in and I noticed revenue started going down little by little, still good, but going down. Whereas it was a four year trend of going up, 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 up the supplement industry and things in general have been on a downtrend massively this year, this year has been, and I've had to make a lot of adjustments on things and I'll do things to stay in the green or to keep things as minimal as possible, because I go, we are in 
really, really, really strange times. And with this, with this goddamn Brandon in office and all these stupid things that they're doing and, and the prices and, and inflation, and it's not going away. And I think everyone was at first was like, it's going to be short term. I don't know if people think it's short term anymore, but people are struggling worldwide. And we have it better here than a lot of people, but people are struggling with that. And so people are not spending the way they're spending. And you go, a company that big, they're, they're, you know, their advertising cost. And I put a lot into marketing since I've done this. And you got it. I keep track of what my return is. My return on marketing has gone down so much the past probably two years compared to what it used to be with that. And but you so you got a company that big, and who knows if they're spending a hundred thousand a month. Maybe a couple hundred thousand a month could be could be five hundred thousand a month. I don't know what they're but but a company that had gotten to that size, they were definitely putting a lot of money into marketing at one point with that. Now, and I could tell you, and I know marketing returns, and there's a lot for the iPhone, the iOS update. There's a lot of things that happen. Facebook, where the, the tracking on, on where it, it has been more difficult to to advertise to to the right clientele with that, but. If, if your risk, your overhead is so high, the moment things go south, your losses, you know, whereas a company that's much smaller, their losses may be, be minimal, right? Compared to a company, you know, say that, say just, and this is just giving you, and I don't know their, their, their monthly numbers, but, but say, you know, they were at one, and this is, it could be way more or way less, but I'm just trying to keep things kind of simplified, but say they, they were, uh, bringing in a, a million dollars uh, of revenue every month. That was the, the the revenue coming in, but their expenses and their expenses were say 500,000 a month with everything included. Could be much higher, much lower, like I said. But but so the 500,000 profit every month with that before taxes, right? Gross revenue per month on that. With that, now, now say that that revenue now say, is has gone down to to six hundred thousand, and their 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 expenses were still five hundred thousand. They're still profitable, but but now that it's gone down considerably, right on that. And then say things continue to get worse, and now they're they're only bringing in four hundred thousand dollars a month, but their expenses are still five hundred thousand a month. Now they're losing a hundred grand a month. You see how that could really add up. Now now it could be far worse than that. They could be. They could be spending five million uh, a month in, in uh, or, or bringing in five million a month in revenue and spending ten. Now you're losing five million dollars a month. Do you see how quickly that could really mess everything up? So this has now gone on for so long, and this is clearly this has gone on with them at, for for since I would say probably since I've experienced it, and so they were not able to turn things around. And what they've done is file for bankruptcy before the losses get too significant with that. And they'll probably sell off. And, and it is it's crazy times. And that is, that's why like I hustle like no other and I'm on everything. And we have a very high returning customer rate. I have, I've been luckily blessed with a great fan base of, of people that love and believe in what I am doing in, in, in the Feed Me More Nutrition and Feed Me More brand. And, and that's why I'm, I, I try to give back to you guys. I do these weekly deals because I truly, you know, I got my health got taken out and I'm doing everything to get my health back and I'm growing all this and dealing with the social media bullshit restrictions and all this, which just fuels me even more. But I try to give back to the people that are, that are, have kept me afloat with my, my business and because it means so much to me 
because this is I, this is something I do not ever want to fail because I believe in it strongly because I I don't like what these other company companies represent with that. And I never want to see anybody have to file for bankruptcy or, or to lose anything, despite what I, I don't like the, as far as what they stand for in the supplements. And I, you know, but but it's these are the times we're living in. But that is, and sorry, it was a long answer, but that's kind of, I think you can understand what's going on. I could speak from experience on this. Uh, you know, I wanted to expand further and I, I, I go, nope, the moment, because I look at the books every month and I look at the numbers and I look at the trends and I go, this is, and I did this, I expanded a lot in, during periods in the beginning of COVID with that. And I go, I almost wish I would have, would have waited because I didn't know what, but who could have expected this would be going on this long. And now, and we're dealing with this, you know, and I do think though, the moment if the gas comes down, the groceries start coming down, things, if we could stabilize, if we can get this inflation under control and we could stabilize and get these, get this, these people out of office with this, that are, that are really, they are not helping the American people. I think we are, we could, we could start, we'll start going back the other direction, but that it's just gone on for so long now, man. And that's why I'm like, I will keep hustling. And like, I just, I just, I keep my eyes like, okay, these people are screwing everything up. I can get mad at it and and scream all day long. It doesn't solve. I got to keep hustling. I got to find ways. I got to adapt. I got to evolve. I got to give you guys deals. I got to find ways. Hey, here's a free bottle of this, of this. Here's 25% off. Come on over. I think you're really going to love the supplements. Check it out. Buy a piece of merch give you guys, try to help answer your questions, things that have helped me. I don't know everything. I'm human. I make mistakes, but try, try to help and offer some advice in, in life and things with that. And I learn as well, but with that, and maybe someone goes, you know, I'm not really a supplement guy, but I'm going to try something. Cause I, he answered my question and you know, he, I, I, I like him. He seems like he, he genuinely cares because I do with it. I'm just busy. I go from thing to thing, but this is why I think I'm different than these other brands. I go, how many other supplement owners do you have coming on talking like this and doing this? Because it, the supplement, I, I believed when I created this from the books that I read and learned, I'm not just in a supplement company. I'm in the self-empowerment business and I want to empower people to be, to be hashtag hungry. That's why I have the thing. That is my Nike, just do it. Hungry. I want that hungry mindset because it has helped me so much overcome so much BS and, 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 and just negativity. And that's what I truly believe I've been put in situations to experience things because I'm strong enough to overcome. It can show you guys the mindset that it takes to, to, to still stay happy despite what our circumstances are in life and, and, and to be grateful. And so in a nutshell, man, that's my answer. <laughs> I, I earned that $15. <laughs> Uh, thoughts on Andrew Tate. I've seen a lot of his stuff and I know there was, you know, anytime you get a lot of attention, you're going to get a lot of love and you're going to get a lot of hate. Uh, I've seen a lot of things with him that I, I agree wholeheartedly on. I've also heard clips where I don't know the context of what's being said. And I, I go, Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. And I just keep going along. I don't stop though. And, and say, cancel this man or this man is evil or this and that because things could be manipulated and edited to look a certain way that aren't i could just say i've seen enough of her, her talk i think he's has a lot of common sense 
and he, he speaks a lot of facts on a lot of things. And he's entitled to, to his opinion and his experience on things might be slightly different uh, than mine with that. But he seems, by all accounts, I like him with that. Now, that's not to say, you know, there, there's different things where he might be different and like, you know, he might he might talk about women and say different things. And, you know, when I when I refer to women, I don't I don't and I'm not going to say well, I don't refer to them as the B word. I don't refer to them as bitches like necessarily with that, but I don't know the context sometimes of that. And that could be, it could be all for fun and entertainment and having a good time. And how do I know, like in the setting, if you've got a bunch of people and I don't know if they're drinking and, and or marijuana or whatever, I don't know enough because sometimes when you're under the influence and you're having a good time with friends and it's, stuff is being recorded, you might say things that could be taken a certain way that you, you know what I mean? And I have enough common sense to realize that on him. I have no problem. Though I think he gives a lot of good advice on things as far as surrounding yourself with good people and, and being hungry. And I we have very similar mindsets on certain things. And he, we're probably different on, on other things, that as as all humans are, right? But I, I don't think anyone should ever – and I don't know, like I said, the, the details of things that were going on. and you know. But I, I don't think anyone should ever be be canceled or, or be tempted to be canceled for, for their opinions. Hello, hello. Good question here. Ryback, if Conor McGregor transitioned into a wrestler, do you think he would be a big draw? Yes. 100%. He, uh, because he, he is, he understands, his speaking skills are, are phenomenal. He understands how to get attention. And that attention is not going to go anywhere. So whatever he decides to do, whether it's continue to fight or if he decided to transition into being a pro wrestler, that energy is coming along with him. He's going to have massive love and massive hate. And in, I think he would thrive as a pro wrestler in that setting, obviously, being the, the physical entertainment and being a physical actor where, you know what I mean? Where his career, and you look, you know, Ronda Rousey, when she was finished fighting, she has a whole new career in WWE. And she was able to transition successfully. And she's done an amazing job at that. And, and I think Connor, it, it would just be a question of uh, him adapting. And could he could he learn? Does he have that drive and desire to learn to be uh, a great wrestler, a great professional wrestler? With that, um, I don't that that I don't know. But I do. I will say I don't. And I don't think you're going to see a guy like him sign like a long term contract and, and work full time. I think you would see maybe like the Logan Paul type situation, uh, which Logan, though, seems like he's going to be doing a run with them, right? Despite whatever happens with everything here with Roman and at the crown jewel with that. But but if Connor put that time and energy that he has into the other things he has in life to be successful into pro wrestling, he will be massively successful. And I do think you could use him uh, as a special attraction uh, in a matchup, uh, you know, obviously, too, he's, he's he's bigger now than he was, and he definitely – but he's not the tallest guy, right? But he's Conor McGregor, and it depending – you're not going to – I don't think you're going to see a Conor McGregor-Brock Lesnar matchup, even though if they – you never say never. I think you, I think you could do anything uh, depending on, on – but I, I, don't, I don't know. It's hard to envision Conor McGregor in a pro wrestling ring because I just haven't seen it. 
So I would have to see it to kind of see like the vibe and the energy, how he, like, it's hard to picture him as a pro wrestler. And I think other people would agree with that, but I would have to know, like, I need, I need a little more. I need to see, I need to see him in that setting. So maybe it, it, we, they do something with him where it's not in, in, a, in a wrestling role, but it's an appearance and just to get that visual and then seeing what, what they could do with that. But I, I think he definitely, if he, I, I don't see him not being successful in, in, in that. I don't. But his talking alone, I, I just see him being successful. Bill, good question. Why do people value internet clout over living in reality? Your thoughts? Well, I think some people do, and I think a lot of people don't. You know, there's a lot of people that aren't caught up in social media or that are living in the real world. I know a lot of people, or some, I should say, that live more in the real world. They use social media very little, and, and they live happy, great lives. And um, but, but I think, obviously, you know, we live in a day and age. It's different. Like, I grew up without the Internet for a good chunk of my life and then had it in high school and, and have had it ever since and, and seen this evolution Whereas, you know, there's kids now and I see little baby, little kids, little, little tiny kids that I, on the, these tablets and things out in public on phones and the parents like, hey, I'm just like, not, not my kids. It's not, but that's going on at a massive level and there's things and they can be used for good and for bad, but I can't imagine that their, their, their whole, everything they know is living that first, right? Whereas I think people of us that are lived without it, know what it's like to live without it and understand that that there's a balance to this. And I think it's great. I love all the technology, but I think we have to really cherish the real world and reality. And this is this is the virtual world. And it's not to say that this isn't real because this is real, but it's not the same as living in the physical world. And that and there's different elements that are taken out of this of, with real human physical interactions, social skills, and, and that this thing called energy that we can get some energy on here, but we can't get the real life energy, right? And so I, I just think that we live in a day and age where people are growing up and they see people get attention and they and they and they want it too, and they think it's everything. And it too, you know, life is about self-development and what we're taught as kids. And and you know, and this is kind of that that we joke about the idiocracy theory with everything. And but like if you're not taught things as a kid life values what are you living your life for in, in self-development learning reading audiobooks we have this technology of, of learning and what is what is the meaning of life for us and right is it all these distractions maybe for some people it is others it, it's more we want more and we want a balance of things and so i think to answer your question i think there are a lot of people that do understand that i think that we are seeing a lot of people where they they don't know and we, we, what can we expect if you're if you have parents that aren't instilling this and helping you, guiding you, and your your whole experience is just living online, and you see the way people act online. There's a lot of good on here, but unfortunately, these platforms show us a lot of bad. And people with the comments, and we see a lot of people act uh, with online inhibition a lot differently than they would in the, in the physical world. Unfortunately. And so the way that people talk, some kids see this and they just see and they and it, it just kind of it, it shapes and molds them in, in a different direction, uh, unlike anything we've ever seen. And I think we're going to I just 
I think we're going to see a lot of things that are going to be a lot different than the way things are. And uh, it's just the way that is. But I think, and this is one of the things, and you've got people out there, and this is one of the reasons I like doing this and talking, is we have some reach and we can help people. And my whole thing is to get people to question things and to, to go out and seek and to learn and to inspire that, that hungry mindset with that. But you got people, Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, you've got a lot of just great, br brilliant people out there on there that are putting out content. And that's why I think we always need more positive people in general, people that are hungry, people that are going out, go-getters. And so that kids that don't have that mother or father uh, figure to, to help them in that you can, you don't need a mother or father figure that if you find somebody to just fit that role for you and it doesn't, it, whether it's me or a million other people, it doesn't, you just can, this is what I've learned. A lot of the things I've learned haven't been, from, from my parents on as far as like success and mindset, you know, they, they raised us, me and my sister very well, I think gave us good, just learned that we, we had a great childhood at like, just, but like I was always been very grounded and I never take anything for granted. So they did great in a lot of things. They didn't teach a lot about money or success and, or, or, or like how to deal with fame or different things. And I've seeked out these other people that have this experience and I've learned and there's nothing that's, that's just the way life is. You got to go out and figure things out. And it, we don't, not ever. my parents are just human, right? Just like everybody else's, but everyone has different levels. I think there's a mass level though, of people having kids that don't have things figured out and, and haven't instilled anything really for the kids. And, and so what that does is we have a lot of confusion, a lot of lost souls amongst us. You're right. And you know, it's a very easy thing. You're growing up in this and, it, hey, this, this they live online. Live online. And there's, you know, it's, it's fine. Whatever people want to do, but I, I just think like, like, like the whole metaverse thing is just kind of like we have the real world. What do we have to keep? Why are we, like, we have enough distractions as it is, right? People live enough. Do you, now you want to go create a fake world? Because people, like, no, you've got to have that hunger to go out and to do this stuff in the real world. Otherwise, life, it's going to be a, a challenge for you. But we are moving towards this at a rapid rate with artificial intelligence and technology. And go watch, watch Black Mirror on Netflix. You know, I, I just think it, it's, we're going to be, there's going to come a time. They are moving forward with, with all of this. I think we have more than enough. I think we should learn to try to, find peace and happiness with what we have. I think there comes a time where you've got enough, but unfortunately, like, since the beginning of time, we've continued to just keep pushing it, right? And we go further and further. And I, I think about this all the time, you know, imagine being one of the, the, the first people on this planet. How far we have come. And like, it is just mind-blowing to think in millions of years of just how far we have truly come with this. And But like, we, and this is happening now at a rapid rate, you know, we're going to be, we're going to have chips implanted in us. And I'm not saying us specifically, but there's getting, that black mirror stuff that I saw is 100% going to be a thing as far as people. And they're going to have, be able to like, I, I, and I, I've talked about this before. I think we're going to get to a point where you, like, where we are intertwined with AI, where it's like, Hey, do you want to learn to speak Spanish? That will be $5,000 and you upload the Spanish into your brain. And you know full-blown Spanish. I really believe, like, I've said it. I've said it in the past. Hey, do you want to be good at this? 
you upload this and this will be that amount of money because they that it will get to that point and it will be like so will there be benefits to that well well you know yes in certain ways but like at the, at the end of the day though we are human and i think we can't lose sight of that that we are human and i think there will be people that want to just keep that in our lifetime and i think you'll have others in our lifetime in the next 50 years that are going to where they're going to want to go that the other they're going to want to going to dabble in that and and then you know 100 years from now we'll be phased out and they'll probably be the norm right it's just the way that's the way but you can look at the way things are going and that god forbid anything happens war wise or anything but we just keep pushing pushing the envelope and it's not going to stop <clears throat> Good to see you. I got a super chat up here I'm getting to. Chris, congratulations on the weight loss. Keep going, man. I I love to hear the success you guys have like that. And it's just enjoy the process and, and go day to day. And uh, you're doing it. And you know that you've done it and like you can keep doing it. Bill, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, you said your daughter will be born in two weeks from now, courtesy of the Big Guy Male Enhancement Formula. Have a great Sunday. Bill, look forward to you coming on here, uh, telling me she's been born here in a couple weeks. And uh, stay calm and, and, and best of luck with everything with that. And, and I'm excited for you, buddy. That uh, has to be a truly exciting moment. Let's see. Oh, yes, there is a new Twitter poll up, by the way. Uh, and again, I explain everything. <laughs> I, again, there's still people to this day that think my my retirement polls are legitimate uh, on, on Twitter. Every poll I've ever done, guys, is for a Feed Me More Nutrition sale, which is why I put retire in there. I've said it, I don't know how many, I've said it from the start. But people, the there's just special people in this world. Um, but there is a new Twitter poll with with. Where do you want to see me return? WWE, AEW, or the the the, the popular choice that helps me get the, the the poll seen? Retire on there. So go vote. I don't care what you vote for. It doesn't matter. It holds no bearing to anything I will ever do with it. WWE is one on a couple of them prior. Like it does not matter. Uh, just vote though because it helps the 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 poll get shown more. Then dirt sheets pick it up, and then people come on it and vote, and then it helps my ad be seen. For my my twenty five percent off Halloween sale, discount code Halloween twenty five on FeedMeMore.com. We've had massive success doing every single one of these on there, and uh, so we have the Halloween sale, and there's a new poll up. So please go vote. But I know there's some people that that want to believe that they're legitimate and that they should should honor those polls. <laughs> Hello, hello. Good to see all of you guys. Uh, I Hold on, let me see here. We do have a new feeding time coming out tomorrow. By the way, the YouTube, and I've been on contact with them, I told you guys, a lot with everything going on with this channel. And then mysteriously, 
my Burger King video is the first video to go viral in years on the channel. Uh, and I think we're around 300,000 views right around, give or take on that. So I thank you guys, everyone that has tuned into the Burger King uh, feeding time video. We do have a new one dropping tomorrow. Jeremiah, good to see you, buddy. Looking forward to Elon Musk uh, unsuppressing your Twitter. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everything going on. I know that he's they're going to have meetings, and I, I've been following him closely uh, with everything, and they're not doing anything to the platform until I think he's now gathering insight and data uh, on everything going on in this company. And then they're gonna they're gonna have meetings, and I think he's brought his team in. They're gonna get the right people in place, and I think we're gonna see a lot of positive changes. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait and see on it. But definitely, I I do think one thing that is gonna change is he's gonna learn about the restrictions that they have had on people and different things. And I don't know if he's gonna make it public or not. I don't know, and I don't know legally if that's something that that they would do with that. But all I could hope is. He went in there. He got rid of the people that I wanted him to get rid of. That and I'm talking right away. He got in there and he fired those. That Paraga and those people are blocked now on my thing. These people, and I, I've been saying this because they, they've gotten my messages and were well aware. And their people and their support closing over 100 and something cases and not answering any questions. Telling me I'm restricted. Not allowed to advertise for years because I was restricted on that. But I had never violated any policies. They've actually said I never violated any policies. They couldn't tell me why I was restricted. They couldn't tell me the time frame that I've been restricted. These are all things that, that need to be known. It's because it was being done for all the reasons I've said it's being done on that. But it's not just and they do this and they have all these ways that they're able to do this to people. And But you can clearly see that these people and that took over that were in charge there were corrupt. Corrupt people do bad things. With that, and the people before them were corrupt, and then they took over from them. And so he's going, and that's where I think he realized everything going on. And he just said, You know, I'm just going to go buy this. I'm going to see what these problems, I'm going to go fix it because they are, these people were, were like, and I hope to God that these people get, get what they deserve. And because it is, but stay positive, focus on what I can control right now, and that stuff's going to work itself out. But man, he is, he is doing beautiful things. To, and I am, I am, I am Team Elon all the way with this. Just already, just getting rid of those those, those bad people. We'll leave it at that. Uh, Ryback, Glenn Gilberti is a heel on Twitter. Do you think the future of wrestling face and heel turns will happen on social media? So one, I don't think Glenn Gilberti. Uh, is, is a heel to normal people with common sense. I think he's a heel to the, to that group of people because those people are, are just, they're all the same people that are blocked by all of us. Every time he ever retweets something that somebody says something stupid, they've already been blocked by me. And I, anytime any wrestler will like post a sign where to respond to somebody that says something dumb, I've already blocked them. You know why? Because these people just go from wrestler to wrestler or famous person or, or, anybody and they just talk talk trash and they're disrespectful just scum bottom bottom of the barrel just garbage filth eating scum with that so that's the people that probably that don't have the brain power to comprehend 
half the things, three quarters, if not everything that he says, to know when he's being sarcastic, to know when he's being serious, or to know when he's saying something under a certain uh, context of, of stuff. So I can tell you, I've met Glenn. I've done his show multiple times. He's been over to my house and done my show years ago. He is a great guy. He is he is a lot of common sense. And you know, he, he's funny. He's entertaining. Yeah, maybe sometimes we all say wrestling ideas that, that are, I don't, I've never like said something where like he's, I've thought negatively of him ever. He, he had a massively successful career in pro wrestling. He did his job, whatever was asked of him in his role. I always enjoyed, I grew up liking him, always watched everything he did. Thought he was, it was extremely entertaining. His gimmick, he, he did his gimmick perfectly. It, by the way, pro wrestling is physical acting. I don't know if everyone knows this or not. So like he he always did his job exactly. Was this he he was believable looking? He was always in great shape. So I, I always laugh whenever I see anybody try to like talk like talk shit on that end of things with that. He was always tied in. He was on TV every week. He 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 wrestled during the biggest period in pro wrestling, the most successful period in pro wrestling, in a period where the guys made made great money, had great ratings. They didn't have the social media like we have. It's so I, I always I was like I don't get it with that. He's not a heel to me. I don't think I don't think social media is uh, where heel and face turns. I think uh, you got to do things and see how in person you know is it possible it could have it could it could it can carry over. I think it can carry over absolutely. I think if enough people believe something online, you know. Maybe, hey, maybe me. Even though the most followed, I got a ton of people that love me. A lot of them don't watch wrestling anymore. Who's to say I don't come back and get massively booed? I don't care. They're reacting. That's what it means. So then you just, you just, you could make anything work with that. Right? That's where I think a lot of people too, like I, I look, as long as you're getting the attention, whether they, they love you or hate you, they're, they're, they're making noise. It's called being polarizing. And oftentimes you can get a mixture of both. But if somebody were to do something online that got enough people to hate them, to genuinely hate them, that could carry over to how they react to them in person. Absolutely. And maybe I return and the pe people just met the massive pop go crazy. And they go, wait a second. No, we're supposed to hate him. Remember him? He did this online. And then the, the cheers turn to booze. And then, or they're confused. <laughs> Yeah, this music's so cool, though. I want to cheer. We'll cheer, but then we'll leave a negative comment on his Twitter. That's more the more likely scenario. Yeah, so I don't know all the details, but someone says how horrific the Halloween tragedy in South Korea. 149 dead. What a terrible thing. Absolutely. Uh, and... and Thoughts and positive thoughts and, and prayers, whatever you want to call it, to, to everyone involved in the families and friends. I just saw a brief thing of that yesterday. I have not looked. I got to go, actually go back and, and see. But I believe they said it was a stampede. I don't know what caused it. There was obviously a scare of some sorts. Uh, and I will say, you know, I'm not a big, big, and I, you won't catch me. I'm not a big fan of big crowds and being in, in like 
That's why you'll never see me at a demonstration. You'll never see me at a rally. You'll never see me at a parade. You'll never see me at anything where there's a mass gathering of people where you are heavily restricted. I'm, I've never been a fan of that. Right. And so it is, I, but people go out to these things and you know, you, you're taking chances, especially this day and age, but what it, it's a, it is a horrific thing with that to just go out to a Halloween and to, to right. You're going out to have a good time. Your life is completely changed for the people involved in that. I can't imagine it. And I'll just say, and this is with that and, and kind of closing on that and, and leading in with this, I believe it's important to, to, you know, accountability for ourselves and our actions and in, in, in the decisions that we make, you know, it's 2022. We see that bad things tend to happen when there's large groups of people, right? I'm not telling you that we can't go out and to go out and have a good time, but I think we need to, to take uh, measured efforts and at least think about this stuff when going to do something, right? Can't live in fear all the time with that, but I've, again, I've never been a fan of big group gatherings. I don't see, I don't like it. I don't, I just think it's, there's no positives for it for me whatsoever. And now even more so being known, I'd be a complete nightmare. But before I was even known, I was like this. I just don't, common sense just says not a good idea to me with that. I think we could do other things and not be in big, massive groups of people, especially if you have, have kids with you or people, right? With that, or you're compromised in, in a way, whether it's a health condition. So I just think that, that if there's something to take from this, we just have to, when we before we decide to go out and do something, we just have to kind of ask ourselves what could go wrong. And then is it worth going out and doing? Or is there something else we can go out and be in public and go do, but maybe it's a little safer? And I think that is very a very realistic compromise in thing that we can incorporate into our lives and still live our lives um, and still go out, but not, I don't know. I just, I just don't, I, I'm just not a fan of crowds. I'm not a fan unless there's, you know, I'm not a fan of going to things. I, I can go wrestle, but I, I'm backstage and I typically will leave as soon as I can. Cause I just don't like being in these big group settings. And, you know, I've stayed in the, I've main evented and done things where I'm the last one leaving and, there's the fans out there and sign for all the fans and with that. And, and then I'm on the road and get out of there. Then there's other times where I get in, go, and then, okay, I'm allowed to leave, get on, get out of there, live a normal life, quiet. And that's, but it, it's, you know, I think about that stuff all the time, but it's unfortunate, all of it. it I it never, I just, we're just now with the crazy people in the world, are the crazy people more likely to do something where there's not a lot of people? Or are they more more prone to do something at a mass gathering? Right? And we're seeing it time and time again, and it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a homebody in the sense I it's good to go out from time to time. I understand, but like I, I look at the things that make me happy. My dogs make me happy. I love being around my dogs. And the taking care of Sophie obviously made me closer with her disc disease with that. It's like having a sick child in that and 
it, where your decisions are altered based off of, of them and caring for them with that. But, and like, I'm not like, I don't care about, I love, I love the independence and the freedom that I have. And like, I love pro wrestling. I love doing that, but I never really cared necessarily. I don't, like, I didn't get into that to like be famous or anything like that. I don't, I, I'm a very private, quiet person. And like, in the sense that like, I don't, I don't need to go out and be seen and stuff. And I, I, I just kind of stay to myself. I have my small circle and, uh, you know, but other people, and I understand other people have a need, you know, I've traveled the world. I've been everywhere. I've lived a great life and I plan on going and doing a lot more great things, but like, I understand the importance of happiness and I'm happiness is right here. A lot of people don't have it and they go out looking for it, whether it's with distractions or different things. They seek, we, we, we were, we are constantly seeking pleasure. And when, when we have happiness inside, we, we have that, we have that pleasure and we know the things that make us happy. We don't have to go searching for it. Right. And, and, but other people, everyone's at a different place in their life. And a lot of people, you know, people, I get it. Some people just work in an office or work all week and they want to go party on the weekends and go, I, I get it. I understand. I, I like, so I'm not judging on that, but like, I just think we have to be, we do have to kind of, you know, think about things when we're going to places. It's true. I'm old enough to know what I want. Very good point. It's definitely been, you know, but even I'll say when I was younger, I never was into going out and partying or I've been always into, into this mindset and I've always been and played sports and had some sort of structure and weight training and, and discipline in my life. Not everyone has that either. Right. And I get it with it. So. Good to see you, Walter. Happy early Halloween to you and your family. The dogs are not dressing up. I don't, I'm not big on dressing my dogs up or putting clothes on them. My dogs are nudist all the way. They, uh, they like, they, I, they, my dogs just like to show it off. They, uh, they, they come from a long line of lineage of, of Frenchie and Boston Terrier nudist. And uh, they don't, they don't like the clothes. But I will, my mother will dress them up occasionally for certain like birthday pictures or holiday pictures. And little guy likes to get dressed up more than Sophie. Sophie doesn't like the clothes. Little guy will will sport it from time to time. But I personally don't dress them up. Uh, would you still be making YouTube videos if you go back to wrestling, knowing you'll have a better, a busier schedule? One hundred percent, be doing all of this. I will be doing even more, probably doing even more. Because I will allocate more responsibilities to, to some other people um, once once doing that so that I could focus again on like when wrestling, I know what I need to do to be the best for, for wrestling when I in that mindset with that. And I would delegate some of the, the workload that I currently do, which I, I love doing and it keeps me busy with everything, right? With that, so that, that that I'm just overlooking things a little more from the outside. I would still be I adapt and evolve and have things. I'll take things wherever I go. I'll, I'll be able to, you know, I'll be in a better position to make much better content. Quite frankly, I'll have access to people that I can say, Hey, yo, Hey Goldberg, you want to go do a food video with me? 
that random something hey you got we've got hey we've got a, a recorder here let's go get a workout and i don't have to like worry about setting everything up because i'll have access to some more stuff if everything at the right point in time with that everywhere i go you know i've got a signing coming up by the way i'll plug it here i've got a signing coming up uh, december 10th in california moreno valley california uh, saturday december 10th 12 to 3 p.m at the get air trampoline park guys uh, on that so if you're in the California, Moreno Valley area, Saturday, December 10th, 12 to 3 p.m., come on out. I'm going to be out there signing, doing pictures and autographs for them. And then while I'm out there, I'm going to also do a feeding time before I head home. And the reason this one, I'm able to go there because I'm going to be able to get up super early, go drive out there, do the appearance. I'll do a feeding time and drive right back for four and a half hours back to Vegas on that. So uh, I'll be doing that appearance. And then I think there's another one possibly in February. I'm going to wait and see. Uh and that might we'll have to wait and see. That might be in Maryland at a convention out there. But uh, right now, the the California one is set, and I'll be going uh, December tenth on that. But I am doing select signings that if I can get in and out and get home, I can do certain ones if I'm back within a day uh, with everything. Top shelf anarchy. You're very welcome. Uh, taking a picture with you. I don't know what we disagree with politically, but I'm not too, too political in the sense of I just don't like our current economic situation. And it can, I, I firmly believe it's the people uh, in charge on that. Do you think Tony Khan is making a bad money decision to release and buy out punk? No. N not at all. We've talked about the various things of that. Uh, I've been nothing but honest with you guys. And that's, I, I think Punk is obviously capable of doing great things in pro wrestling. And he had some great moments, right, in the last that last year with them. But I just know, based off the lies that he has told about me, and I've seen enough of him, and the us of that were in WWE at the time with him, know how this guy is. I just think he's somebody based off his childhood and whatever has gone on in his life, no matter what he has, he will find a reason to bitch and complain and whine and cry and be unhappy. It's his mindset. And we've seen it at all different stages with it. He, he had so many things given to him and, and, and opportunities given to him that, that a lot of guys never in a million years would get and that. And he still constantly, bitched and complained and whined on it. And uh, I just know he, I just think it's karma coming full circle for the lies. He's used to put out things on the internet all the time. And I think everything has just come full circle and he went away. New guys have come up and there's new people in place and he still has his name and was able, but he was not able to adapt and evolve. And, and I think we just, we saw, they figured out what I've known all along and other people in WWE knew. They, they're seeing it, and it's just, I don't think he's he's not worth bringing back into that for the disruption of everything. He's not going to change. He's 40-something years old. He's not going to change. He's, that's why and he's probably being difficult on all this, and this, so that's what's probably delaying the buyout. And Tony's probably, they're probably just trying to figure this out. But, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe he just he goes, you know what, I... I think he's going to be very content and happy getting if he's getting millions of dollars to just sit at home 
So I, I, I think that they made their decision. Keeping the Bucks and Omega was their choice. Based off of everything. And move on. I don't think he's going to be in WWE. I don't think they're going to, I don't, I don't see it. I think he's, I think it. he'll be done. But everyone, that's why I, you know, I'm speaking from experience. I know, I know what a piece of shit this guy can be. And everyone likes to like, it, it's the Bill Cosby effect. Like don't get caught up in the character at times. You got to understand there's a real person behind that. <clears throat> right. So then again, I will say there's great things that he could do on television with that. But I just know based off what I, my experience with him in different things. And, and he is just a cutthroat backstabbing little, he'll go right on the internet and put out fake bullshit stories to certain people. And I just think it all came back and, 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 and bit him in the ass. And the one thing that drives, I'll tell you another thing that drives him crazy. The thing that drives him crazy are the guys that he knows he can't kick their ass. It drives him absolutely nuts. And that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And, that, and so that's where he'll do the more manipulative stuff on the people that he knows that physically he just can't do anything to. But, you know, hopefully AEW, whatever, I don't know what he brought in revenue-wise. Hopefully Tony breaks even or the loss is minimal with everything. Hopefully Punk, and I'm, for Tony's sake, I hope he made money on everything for him for the last year. And it's a wash where it's like, hey, <laughs> we paid him $3 million, $5 million. We paid him whatever, paid him $3 million and uh, – you know, he made us five and we're going to pay him out another two and it's, it's a wash or we lost, we only lost a million. I don't know what that number is, but hopefully it, it's not, not too significant. You know, the other thing too, you got to remember like with Tony, I'll never, like this guy, I think it, it's great having them AEW around. It's great for pro wrestlers. It's great for fans. And I think we should all be supportive of both companies with that pro wrestling. So for, for the, for, the entertainment of, of fans and for the, for the employment of pro wrestlers uh, in, in, in making money. It, it's great with that. Right. And the more options everyone has, the better with that. He's very early on into being a promoter, right. With that, you know, Vince McMahon wasn't on record being every move documented and, and judged his first five years, first few years, not even five, first few years in the pro wrestling and Vince made a lot of mistakes and still did even to the day that he, he stepped down, but he also figured out how to make a lot of money. And Tony's very early on with this. So these experiences he's having, I think he's clearly smart enough to things are going to happen out of his control. The key is though, is to take proper, the proper reaction and proper measures and implement things and learn and, and just keep, keep going and keep moving forward. And I think he's going to do that. I have no doubt. And I think this is the first step of we're seeing that. And I think he is enough. And, I, you know, I saw the thing, too. They said Jericho. And I have no doubt Chris went and talked to him and told him he was a cancer to the locker room. And Jericho will 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 let you know how he feels with that. And, uh, and I think guys uh, respect and like Chris a hell of a lot more than, than Punk and trust him a hell of a lot more. And not to say Punk didn't do some good things when he was there. I could decipher between the two. With, with all of that.
But I just think overall, you know, I think Punk too, the vibe of when you first come in and his attitude compared to, to we clearly saw the shift, right, with it. And uh, I just think it, things will be much – a lot of the problems that have come have been when he has been there, right? And I'll tell you this, he's a shit disturber. Listen to John Moxley talk in interviews where Punk would go to the Shield and try to tell them that I was going to be hard on them, that I would be difficult, that he, that these guys better come and lay it in. And, the, and, like, Moxley knew it was bullshit right away. He's like, Ryback's great. Ryback's a sweetheart. We get along great with Ryback. We've already done stuff. Like, and so he – does this stuff behind people's backs. This is why I, you guys, you don't know like the stuff that I know with how he, he could be. So he's doing that. Then you don't think he's doing that with it. He, he's constantly, he's a little drama filled little cunt with this. Okay. <laughs> so like, it, it's just what he is. And, and it's so God bless him. Hello, hello. Good to see all of you guys. Yes, guys, I do plan on returning to wrestling. I know it's... I have my Ryback trademark lawsuit deal or the USPTO case pending. Based off of everything, that will go to decision at the end of March. There's we just got. There's a few more things that have to be done. There is a settlement that, that has been back and forth and that I am not budging on and it will either wwe will agree to settle under the under the terms and 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 hunter will agree to talk uh or it will go to decision and i will win okay that's the i've been pretty good at calling a lot of things that happen on this and i have enough information to be very confident in, in stating that so they are not going to win the trademark of my legal name and they know it with that. So I'm kind of just sitting tight, doing everything to get this shoulder as big and strong as possible. I'm training as hard as I've ever trained. I'm in the best condition, cardiovascular condition I've ever been in. And uh, the moment I know we're ready to go, we'll go on things. And uh, so I would, I've just got to keep doing what I'm doing day to day with this. And, and it's, I feel better than ever. I'm, I'm still young and healthy and healthier than I ever was wrestling. And I, I, I firmly believe everything is timed out perfectly. I've always been protected, and uh, the big guy will be back. I, I state that with 100% confidence. We talked about the uh, Jake Paul Silva fight earlier on on the show here. Hey, buddy, I, uh, I'm i going to go ahead and we're going to put you in timeout. I don't think you're a bad person. I gave you a meat hook. You're the first person, though, today to get – you got put in timeout. I haven't had to shell shock anyone today, um, which is getting blocked. But uh, asking me to repeat your name over and over in the chat, like, come on. Is Crown Jewel Crown Jewels today, right? Or is that it's not next week, it's today. If I, if I, am I mistaken on this? Or is it not to 
Hey, do you remember when Big Show kicked out of your shell shock? I heard that was punishment because you did Goldberg's moves. Is this true? The Yeah, I remember Big Show, that was specifically asked by Vince. They wanted him kicking out of the shell shock, which I never always, and I never would, if it was up to me, nobody ever would. But I also didn't have a problem because Big Show, uh, and, and again, later that year, when I switched back to Babyface, put me over time and time again, whether it was for the IC title or, or live events and uh, in defending that. And, and I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. And so, again, if it's being asked from the top down, okay, no problem on that. Uh, I never got an answer. I don't know what the um, – I never – so, one, I never, ever heard anything that it was because I was doing Goldberg's moves. Um, I don't know the time period of when I wrestled Big Show on Raw. It was in Tennessee. I have a pretty good memory on on it. As far as – we were either in Nashville or Knoxville. And uh, he was getting built up to, to feud the main event with Rome with uh, Orton, if I'm not mistaken. And he was being pushed pretty heavily for that for that going into that. Um, and he was very good at he uh, of like selling after and like he he's just a, just a, such a professional. Uh, so I never I never once had any issue with it. I did find it odd that that was the request out of nowhere for that but of like letting a guy kick out of your finish, but it was from Vince directly on that. And, uh, but that was definitely, I don't remember if I was still, I had to have been, that was prior to Rybaxel, maybe. I, I don't got to look back like the, the exact time, but I, I never heard that that was punishment. Cause I, I didn't do Goldberg's moves all the time. I only did the jackhammer maybe maybe two two times. One was Kofi on main event, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and they had no interest, and they would always said they weren't bringing him back. With it. And it was nothing to like, it wasn't, they was because people, if they started chanting it, it would be it would be to mock the chants. It was never anything to like a dig at Goldberg and letting a guy uh, kick out. And I don't even know it. I'd have to go back and look if I let, if Kofi, if I covered him after. I may have. I don't. I don't recall off the top of my head on that but uh you know nobody certainly he wasn't Goldberg wasn't I could tell you this from experience from from with Vince and, and, and Hunter wasn't someone that they were going to bring back because that conversation had taken place and I to, I've talked about it already on here with what was said with that so like nothing was ever like a dig I like Bill we've met he's he's you know I want to be his last match I think that the story's built in and uh, or a match if he's not ready to have his last match. But like uh, I, I, I like Bill. I never had any hate or animosity or anything. Because one, I never was trying to be Bill. That's why it was never. I always laugh at everything. It was never in like the. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin influenced me a lot more than Goldberg. But I think we have similarities in how we look and the intensity and things. And I, I like Bill watching him growing up in WCW with that so like but i it was never like go out i'm gonna go out and just pretend to be goldberg or anything so like nothing was ever done in in that sense but you know i don't know who you heard that from or who it's honestly nothing's nothing would shock me that very well could have been why but i i would have thought but that would just make perfect sense the company would never tell you that 
that would be something you should probably tell somebody like, hey, look, don't do this, guys. Don't do that move ever. Like, right? You would think that, like, but why not? It's mocking the, the chance that it would it fits. It, but it, it wasn't something that was done a lot, but, you know. I would think they would, you would think it, it would be a good business decision to let your talent know why you're doing something rather than to like just, but, and again, never saw anybody ever again. That was never requested ever again with that. And I probably did the, if I was doing the move, the period, it could have done it after that. Nobody said anything to me ever with that. So I, I would say that that's not true, but it also wouldn't shock me if it was. And I, and I'll tell you this big show. We talked enough where Big Show would have smartened me up if that was the reason. I think it was just simply a way to give Big Show the first guy to kick out of shell shock that make it from a storyline. You got to remember, a lot of kids are watching the way kids view wrestling and the way adults view wrestling, where you may know, you think you know the outcome of, of the next pay per view, right? Kids don't, for the most part. Kids are younger kids. Oh my God, Big Show kicked out of shell shock. He's going to beat Orton. So they're, and I, I really think Vince was good with this on things. That's why you do certain matchups because a large part of your audience are kids and they view things from kids' eyes, child's eyes. And it's, it's different. The things that you're doing that you think are so predictable on TV, we're like, you know, well, there's no way Big Show's going to beat Orton at the next pay per view. There's a large fan base that, that believes he has a shot, right? And, and so that's why that kind of stuff, you do that to like a talent will be built up in a match to make them more credible for, for a good portion of the audience psychology was. We are growing. The YouTube is growing. We are on an uptrend now from since last week. And I've done some things on my end. The YouTube shorts are doing very well and uh, everything is on an uptrend right now on the channel. Am I envious of the push Roman got because of how he looks? I could tell you very confidently, not once have I ever like what like been like ever questioned anything on like on Roman's looks or like how he's gotten pushed. I got along with Roman from the very beginning. I got along with all the shield guys very well. I'm happy for all of their success. I think they picked three great guys to push heavily. And I, I, I understand Roman getting pushed. Like, I, I think that was a good business move. And I think in that family, they know that the Samoan lineage is very loyal to the wrestling industry as well. And they knew what they were getting with Roman. Uh, and I think he is, he's done an exceptional job. He's well-liked. At least in any time when I was there, he was always well-liked. And I would anticipate he's probably he, he's probably the exact same or close to the same as when I was there as far as how he acts. He was humble and down to earth, and he's not one of those guys that's going to get a big ego or a big head, uh, despite whatever amount of money or, or fame comes along with his success. So, I uh, I've always been very happy for Roman. That said, I'll still shell shock his ass. Let's see here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, 
Oh, we're going to get a shell shock for the day. We got him out, guys. Got him. Shell shock. That was a massive shell shock. Not kicking out of that one, bucko. Do I think that Austin Theory is going to cash in his money in the bank during the Roman versus Logan Paul match? I don't know. I don't know what direction they're going to go with all of that with him, but uh, it'll be interesting. I've, I've seen ideas thrown out that he might use it to cash in on the NXT championship. You know, I don't think that that's necessarily a, a bad thing either. It just depends. I don't know how Hunter views him as compared to how Vince viewed him. I think Hunter, though, is professional enough to, though, to use it in, in, a, in a great way still in creative in a creative way whether they want to put the title on him. But, you know, it may be just for they, – they could put the title on him short term as well at some point. But I don't I don't know what the game plan is with Roman going into, uh, into WrestleMania. I would like to see, though, if – I think it would be uh, good – and if Roman – I don't know if Roman's going to take a break after WrestleMania, what the deal is. But I think it would be good to get both titles off them at some point and to get one title on Raw and one on SmackDown. And so I think that the first time Roman loses, if they do that, say they do, you know, The Rock or somebody. And uh, But again, I don't know if The Rock is – Rock's not going to be able to, to defend the titles, right? He's might just probably be a one-off appearance with that. But but you could always do an injury angle where he has to relinquish the titles, whoever it is, though he drops the titles or he drops one title. But I think if he drops the titles at some point, then you do a tournament on Raw and SmackDown for each title with that. And whether you want to have Roman win one of them back or let him take a break and, and, and refresh. But I think that bloodline thing was by far the best stuff going in television. I tell you, and I just saw the, the stuff the with Sammy and, and them and laughing on last past week's SmackDown. I just saw clips because it wasn't on the World Series was on here. Uh, and I and I don't think my package, I don't have, I don't know if I get Fox Sports one, but I didn't look. Um, I just watched the World Series with it. Uh, but I because I saw the clips on YouTube. You could just YouTube the 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 good stuff, anyways, right? With that. So I saw that clip. And uh man, it is uh it's fun to watch everything going on with, with all of that. That's some great, they're doing everyone is doing such a good job. That is by far, uh, they are they are just it's overwhelmingly positive how that whole angle is being received, and uh, and I think it's a testament to everyone involved in that. Uh, why didn't you get an opportunity in Hollywood? Uh, there's some more to that. Well, I've been, I, I wanted to start my business and I had to get my health back. I had a guy that had some role that was sending stuff over for roles and I just don't have the time and the energy. I can't go leave my house for three or four months. I'm running a business and I got taken care of once Sophie got disc disease with that. It, it's not, it doesn't suit me. I'm, my goal is get my health back, grow my business, go back and, and wrestle in some capacity. And I just, when I was with WWE, there was nothing. I had many opportunities that talked about this and we could beat a dead horse over and over again that were not made known to me, you know, different things. The Flex Magazine cover twice. I'd heard there were some movie things. 
just put on just not my name not even being made available on it it is what it is with it but that's we've talked i've told this story over and over and over again with all of that when i left my goal get my health and grow my business and i'm very content i don't necessarily care about being famous or anything not to say you know if i go back in, in wrestling and there's something and there's a role and it can time out and i'm able to do it cool i'm not against anything i've always said that but i don't it's not something i don't strive to go i don't have a, a driving desire to want to go be a Hollywood actor. I don't care about that stuff. I know what makes me happy. I'm much happier. I'd be much happier doing exactly what I'm doing right now with my business. If I never did anything ever again, I would be very mass. So happy. I love wrestling though. And I want to, I want, I want some things to, to, to finish with that and to, to, to contribute to that. Right. While I'm still young and, and got my health back and, and uh, right. So not everyone has the goal and ambitions to, to like do that stuff. And that's too, like a lot of people say, why don't you go do comedy? I do do comedy. I do comedy every day while running my business and doing all of this. I can have, I get all the fulfillment of getting reactions and everything, doing all my stuff on my own with all of this. I don't need to go, go schedule a, a, an appearance at the comedy club and, and go stay at a hotel and go, you know what I mean? I don't have to do that. I don't, I don't, I get to just be myself and have fun with that. I, I have a business with that. I have income. I make, I make, I have revenue that comes in. We're good with that. And I'm getting my health back and I'm home. And I work on my shoulder hours a day. I don't think that's something a lot of people don't understand. All right. We're going to, uh, can I counter an RKO? Yeah. What I'm going to counter it is, is with a shell shock down a pit of spikes in Rybackville. I just countered it, my man. Thank you for playing. Glad I could answer his question. Hopefully he comes back on another account. I'm sure he will. <clears throat> I appreciate all the love and support on TikTok as well, guys. On that, make sure you subscribe here on Ryback TV and turn all notifications on so you get all the notifications for the weekly Ryback Show, Ryback Show clips and feeding time videos that we have on here. I will be doing another behind the curtain very soon uh, with that, and that will be popping up hopefully this week on here on the channel and uh, with everything. But we're going to wrap up today's show. I've got to get some stuff done, and uh, i got to go get my – this is my decaf coffee. i got to go get my regular Starbucks and take the dogs out for their, their weekly car ride, or little guy will uh, – will we'll make my life hell for the day if I don't get him out and take him for a car ride. So thank you guys. As always, don't forget my Feed Me More Nutrition Halloween sale. Huge Halloween sale, 25% off. Discount code Halloween25 over on feedmemore.com. Also get a free bottle of our Brain Feed Memory and Focus Support. Add that for a gift to your cart when you're when you're adding your items on there and make sure that you get all of that as well. As well, order, all orders over $125 after the discount is applied to get free shipping as well. So take advantage of those discounts, guys, on your orders with all of that, whether you're ordering the, the supplements or the merchandise. And I'll be back. I'll be back next week with everything. But until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.